This episode of HBR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Clara, tell me about uh, Arts and Bots. Arts and Bots is a program out of the Create Lab that actually was developed uh, for middle school girls. Okay. It was this idea of you know, a technology that could attract girls. So we decided to figure out a way where we can use you know, the technology with using robotic parts and craft materials to build uh, a robot that can express emotion, tell a story. So I th- this is, you know, a little bit of what Arts and Bots does. I, I've been looking at a couple of the examples. I mean, some of them seem to be like little robots that move on command or one that recites poetry to you, stuff like that. Um, what are all these powered on? I mean, how did this all come about? What it is, it's, a, it's called the hummingbird, the board, that comes attached to LEDs. You have motors, you have servos. Uh, sensors and what it kids like uh, do yes light sensors we have motion sensors okay. yes so what we do is uh, you know having all these parts kids can put together craft materials uh, or recycle materials to build pretty much anything they want to build okay. so a lot of the times we're working with in-school programs so mm-hmm. teachers uh, can develop whatever curriculum they want. So we have an example of a teacher doing uh, implementing arts and bots in a uh, language arts class okay. where kids actually read a poem, okay. and when they read the poem, they can then think about a way to express that poem into a robot. Nice, okay. So it's building, you know, a scenario yeah. so it's for the robot. So like, whatever they're saying or something like yeah. that. Okay, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you interface with the, the hummingbird board? Like, how do you program that? So that's a, um, it's actually a very uh, simple drag-and-drop environment, okay. language, that we also develop the software. Nice. So the kids can program the robot. You know, No, it's, well, actually, it's a good question. I'm not okay. sure, because it's a very drag-and-drop, but, yeah, yeah. but they do have other languages that you can, you know, oh, for nice. beginners, you use the visual programmer that okay. we develop, okay. but then from advanced, you can use Java, and you can use all the uh, languages like Process. As well. Very cool. Oh, you can use processing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I took with a the processing board. class, I think, in this very building uh, about a month ago. Oh, fantastic. There we go. Was here. It might have been somewhere else. I don't know. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds really cool. So, is the uh, Hummingbird board like an embedded system, or do you have to have it hooked up to a computer for it to, to run, or what? The board needs to be hooked up to the computer okay. to so make it, it run. The controlling. Yes. The yes, the controller board. Cool. Yeah. That's the hardware. How, how did you guys get started like this this program how do you go about like going to schools and saying hey here's a crazy idea learn robotics and teach it to your students like how do you do that 
Yeah, so uh, actually the way it started was because of the necessity to say we would like to have, you know, working with girls and figure out what gir- girls would be interested, you know, in the technology like robotics, and then, but it to make something fun, creative. So what they did was they actually ended up working with us and say, well, we have this idea. Okay. What do you think about this idea? And cool. they say, we have this board, and then slowly we're understanding that we need to add more light. We need to more, add more LEDs. Yeah, yeah. We need a tricolor LED. LED. Yeah, yeah. Or you need a servo motor that move 180 degrees so we can add for the arms. Okay. So, so the arms can move. You were kind of developing this along with... The community, the, yes, okay, with cool. the students. Very yes. cool. um, And then I, I, I believe, actually, I wasn't you know, so part of the beginning, yeah. but I do know that they started, you know, the basic, we want to do something very basic uh, because of the doing like a drag and drop programming to just kind of very basic introduction to computer science. And then now you can definitely, you know, for more advanced students, you can definitely go into other languages. Nice. That's really cool. Is it still just a program for girls or is it branching out? Or No, definitely now it turns out to be definitely uh, reaching, you know, the much more than just middle school girls, but now also reach boys. And we have, you know, they've been implemented in very young age. We have, you know, students doing even in kindergarten where the wow. teachers take the lead and help them, okay. you know, with the whole uh, idea of what's robotics. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. I mean, how did you get the, the teachers to jump on board? Like, or, or did they, were they happy to do it? It just seems like that, that would be something new for them to learn maybe, and maybe they would not be able to learn that, or how did that work out? I think because of the philosophy of the Create Lab, it's usually always from the beginning to involve the community partners or the, the teachers from the beginning. So, you know, even on development of the curriculum, we did invite teachers to say, here, what we have, this okay. is the hummingbird, yeah. what, do you, what can you do? What do you think? Can you explore and give yeah. us a, and tell us how to implement this in the classroom? So you didn't and take it to them and dump it on them. You asked them to come help you to figure out how it makes you. Yes. Oh, that's great. That's really yeah, neat. yeah. Uh, so is this this is all through Create Lab. So is it all open source and stuff yes, like that? Yes, it is all like open source. Yes, yeah. it mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's really so cool. actually now there was a company where took on the and they they sell the actual kit, the hummingbird okay. board. So now it's available for people to, that can go online, buy their own equipment, and then take actually after uh, workshop. With us, we do um, hands-on workshop oh, for nice. uh, teachers, okay. so we support them to say we introduce you. Right? Like you're you're Pittsburgh only because you're at CMU, literally. Well, actually, we have um, what is we you know what we call it's like a satellite oh, where okay. all the technology that's being developed here and at Create Lab uh-huh. it can be brought into or taken to all the locations by working with universities. Nice. So Marshall okay. University, uh, June Harless Center which is part of the Department of uh, the College of Education over there. We work with a team over there where they do, they train with us, learn about the technology, and then they work with the teachers there that it can implement the arts and bots technology and many other technologies from the Great Lab. So this idea of becoming sustainable and work with the people that know the community so that people at Marshall University know well who they work with, who who the community, you know, uh, are so they can just work and implement the arts and bots in different locations. Uh, the same way we're doing with West Liberty University. It's also another university doing the same thing where they're taking Create Lab technology and really 
thinking the way that they can help you know the community to implement and really have someone that supports them right it's not just giving the technology and not and don't have any place to go yeah so maybe you're not the right person to ask because you weren't there at the very beginning but like what why do you guys think or maybe even why do you personally think that technology should be integrated into things like this like like poetry and and schooling and stuff like that like why is that important well I think because the, the create lab the philosophy again is about not just the technology for technology's sake but it's for okay how can we make something engaging and today you know kids age technology for them is engaging but in a way that can be implemented in the classroom that's not the engineering class or it's not just into a technology class but it's actually in a language arts or anatomy where we have a robot that actually oh, yeah, moves cool. the, yeah. the whole arm so that's Okay, a little bit about. Very neat. Um, where can people find more about Arts and Bots? Is that just the Create Lab site? Yeah, you can always, you know, check us all the programs we have. Uh, CMU.CreateLab.org. Okay. So, um, and then definitely you can, you know, look for Arts and Bots and uh, explore and see how we can, you know, help and support teachers implementing a classroom. Cool. Thank you very Thank much you. for talking to me. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.